There's a plan for a new line of defense to keep Asian carp out of the Great Lakes. There's like a flushing mechanism that would force the fish away with water. There's acoustic deterrence, meaning they would sort of blast the fish with sound. That's Today on Points North, our show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Peter Payette. The project is located at the Brandon Road Lock and Dam in the suburbs of Chicago. It just received a couple million dollars in state funding for planning and design. Altogether, it will cost more than $800 million. Right now, Asian carp are found in Illinois just a few dozen miles from Lake Michigan. The invasive fish have spread throughout the Mississippi River Basin, where they outcompete native species. IPR's Lexi Krupp spoke with Garrett Ellison, who covers the environment for MLive. Just to start off, for listeners who might not be familiar with invasive carp, can you describe these fish? Well, there's silver carp and big head carp, and those are the two that are kind of coming up through the Illinois River, Illinois waterway system. Silver carp are the ones that leap out of the water when they're disturbed, and that's a that's a big concern, you know, because flying fish, if you're driving a boat through an area with fish that leap out of the water, that's a safety hazard. I've actually listened to a senior water policy advisor at the Michigan DNR literally start to tear up at the idea of kids potentially being injured by leaping silver carp. And I wanted to ask you about how carp are able to outcompete native fish, sort of by not being very picky about what they eat, and why that's especially a concern in the Great Lakes. If you think of them in the Great Lakes, that isn't just a, they'll populate the lakes themselves, right? They would push into watersheds. And so, you know, what happens when you've got this fish that gobbles up everything in its, in its path, and you've got a whole horde of them uh, suddenly pushing into Michigan rivers? and out-competing native fish, you know, in the areas where they're spawning. That's the big concern, really, is, uh, you know, what happens when the Asian carp come and just out-compete the lake trout and uh, the salmon, the steelhead. You know, what happens to the the charter fishing industry when people aren't going to be chartering boats to go catch Asian carp? So there's this big project in Illinois to erect a barrier to keep carp from reaching the Great Lakes. Can you tell me a little bit about what's planned there? Right. So there's a really big infrastructure project in, it's near Joliet, Illinois, which is kind of a suburb of Chicago. And they want to reconfigure this lock and dam on the De Plains River. It's at this uh, place called the Brandon Road Lock and Dam. And so what they want to do is reconfigure that with a whole, it's sort of a gauntlet of uh, deterrence that would keep the fish from coming into the lock and moving upstream towards Lake Michigan that way. And there's like a flushing mechanism that would force the fish away with water. There's acoustic deterrence, meaning they would sort of blast the, the fish with sound. There's air cannons. It really is a gauntlet, and that's the best <laughs> description I've seen of it. It sounds like um, it's like a giant booby trap, like a giant set of booby traps. Right, yeah, layered sort of defense system, but it's in this one spot. And it's 
upstream of existing deterrence. In fact, there's an electric barrier mm-hmm. where the Army Corps of Engineers has kind of created this place that did the fish in order to get past this electric barrier, they would have to survive getting zapped, basically. It electrifies the water. Uh-huh. And the Army Corps, you know, says that thing works just fine. And we don't really need the Brandon Road lock and dam. But at the same time, there have been live fish found above the existing electric barriers. And it's like, they don't know, know exactly how they got there. I mean, they didn't fly. So what does that mean? And, and conservation groups in states like Michigan say, well, we need additional protection. And so that's what the plan is uh, for Brandon Road. And does anyone think we could be too late? Like if this takes another decade to finish, that invasive carp might already make it into the Great Lakes? That's a worry. Yeah. What if, what if this is essentially closing the barn door after the cows you know, get out? And so that it's not as if the nothing is being done to stop carp in the meantime. Mm. And so one of the things that the state of Illinois argues has been pretty effective at controlling carp is that they essentially pay commercial fishermen in, in the Illinois River to fish down the population. Just take as many out of the river as possible at the leading edge of you know, where the silver and big head carp have kind of advanced and keep it as far south as they possibly can. Uh-huh. And in the meantime, maybe by catching all of these fish, we can enable a market. Yeah, eat the invasives. Um... Right, right. I've had Asian carp. I wouldn't say it was the greatest tasting fish I'd ever had, but it certainly wasn't the worst. What I had was like a, a carp cake. <laughs> um, like kind of like, it tasted like crab cake. Uh, it was an interesting thing to... The experience, you know, you, you hear about the carp so much, you, you read about them, you write about them, and now you get to taste them. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure to speak with you. So thank you again. Garrett Ellison covers environment for MLive. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Garrett was talking with Lexi Krupp, IPR's science and conservation reporter. Now, those carp cakes Garrett mentioned... It's possible Dirk Fusick has made more of those than anybody. He runs Dirk's Fish in Chicago and has been working with the state of Illinois for more than a decade to promote Asian carp as seafood. But he says the idea hasn't gained that much traction with the public. People do eat it, and you can look up recipes online. Our website's got them. But even me, who samples it every week, you know, we, we get a few people that come in and buy, you know, burgers and, or ask for it. But, you know, it's, I would never make a living doing it, unfortunately. So I would say if we sold 10 pounds a week, that would be a lot. This week, Illinois announced plans for a national marketing campaign. They're going to rename the fish, but haven't revealed what the new name will be yet. Dirk says they hope to make a big media splash this summer. That's Points North for this week. This episode was produced by me, Peter Payette, with help from Lexi Krupp. Join us Fridays during Morning Edition on IPR News Radio or find us wherever you get podcasts. Stay safe and have a great weekend.